What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Congressman Tim Ryan calls for workers most at risk from the coronavirus to get hazard pay. Emily's List President Stephanie Shreerock says Democrats now have a great chance to take back control of the Senate. Leading health experts warn that reopening businesses and restaurants too soon means more Americans will get sick and will die. Hi, friends. That's the kind of big news you get every week from the Bill Press Pod. But that's the kind of big news you'll miss if you don't join up. So we encourage you to join us in subscribing to Bill's new podcast, the Bill Press Pod. It's a must listen for all progressives. That's right. Bill's podcast is up twice a week, an in-depth interview with a major newsmaker on Tuesday, and a roundtable looking back at the big news of the week with Washington reporters on Friday. To sign up, just go to wherever you go for podcasts. Search the Bill Press Pod, click on subscribe, and then tell your friends to do the same. It's easy. It's free, and it's your one place to get your progressive fix for the week. Take it from us. We follow the Bill Press Pod, and you should too. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final, Final Word. Word. 
the final word with Frangela. Frangela. The final word. 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 That was awesome. It was like a ricochet kind of thing. It was very musical. Thank you so much for joining us this week on The Final Word. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I look forward to seeing you here. I do. We do. Okay. We do. it. You give our lives um, shape and meaning. <laughs> yeah, you do. In a way that I can't express <laughs> adequately. I think, I think poets have tried. They've tried. But, but they failed. But they weren't there for COVID, so they don't fucking know. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't know. Uh, you can uh, follow us at Frangela Dua on all the social media. Please, medias, do. please. You can go to cameo.com and get a specialty Frangela video just for you or a friend. Did you know that? It's a great Ooh. gift. Oh, my it's goodness. Great, it's a great pick me up. We yeah. can talk about anything, uh, sing you a song, whatever you want. So yes. check that out. You can uh, go to Frangela.com for all things Frangela, for yeah. T-shirts, etc. Mm-hmm. And you can also purchase a link for our video yeah. of 80 of the Week Live at Frangela.com in our store section. And you can also go to Patreon.com and become a Frangela patron. Did you know you could do that? And yes, you get you like extra idiots, micro idiots, and messages. And we have a lot of fun. And thank you so much to everybody who's already become a Patreon friend. You are literally supporting us. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much. So let's get to this show, Angela. Oh, oh no, no, no. Before we talk about that, well, I just want to remind you, you can catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show. Yes. Every Friday morning. It is a hoot and a nanny. And also listen to all the podcasts in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And we are teasing that we're probably, maybe, no, we are, yeah. doing a virtual Sexy Liberal, liberal Show. Tour. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more information coming mm-hmm. very soon. But, but I believe early the, June, I believe. Early June, I believe that they're, they're, they're I, I'm not sure if they announced the dates yet. No, but we, we're looking at that sometime in early June probably, but we'll let you know and it will announce it all over the place. But just to get ready for it, Cause it's gonna because be of obviously we can't do the tour we'd planned mm-hmm. right now. Um, and all those we're putting that, you know, we're obviously we're going to do that when we can. That's but right. in the meantime, maybe we can do something online. And so that's what we're, we're working oh. towards with all the other sexy liberals. So it'll yes, be fun. it'll be funny and fun. All right. Uh, Trump threatened to permanently withdraw funding from the World Health Organization and cancel U.S. membership. That's what happened this morning. Um, let me tell you something, Angela V. Yeah. Shelton of the yeah. Detroit Sheltons. Yeah. When we get the stain of this presidency, off of our country's karmic list. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. I mean, I don't know if you can use Mr. Clean. Yeah. Erase, magic erase. To get you, the yeah. stain of this ass wipe off of this, the, the stench off of this country. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw that China in response, to, I think it's trying to give a bunch of money to the world WHO because they're like, oh, we'll step in this void. Yes. You know, um, but uh, yeah, this is the thing. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, you want to withdraw from the World Health Organization? Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. All total um, sense. It's, All it's total just, sense. It's just insane. We have the most, this is, uh, the rest of the world looking at us, I think you're absolutely right, Francis. Uh, here's the deal. They came in with an agenda to undo everything Obama did and also smash and grab yes. from all of us. And they've been very, they've been on it. And we, thanks to you 
and the resistance, they have not been able to push through things that they wanted to just automatically. Mm -hmm. And they've had to um, slow their roll and and reevaluate and all that. Uh, But the thing is about this is that, you know, it's really important to understand that these people don't care about what happens to us. No. They really don't. Yeah. Trump sent a letter to the director general of the WHO, uh, WHO, uh, complaining about the repeated missteps, quote, by you and your organization and warning that he would permanently end all U.S. financial contributions to the organization if it doesn't, quote, commit to a major substantive improvements in the next 30 days. Okay. You want somebody else to do something in 30 days when you ain't doing shit? And Number one, in the middle of a what? world global pandemic. He just likes to say the words forbid and he likes to make threats and whatever. But here's the thing. Permanently, you can't do that, mofo. You can only do that for the next, what, five, six months? That's right. So fuck you. Yes. Um, like, well, you know what? It's, it's his bitch ass move to call uh, WHO on, out on the carpet. But like, he's trying to distract. Absolutely. And like everybody is his bitch. These people aren't your bitch. No. This is 194 nations trying to get together to solve a global fucking issue of human. So you want to pull out of that? Magnitude. You want to pull out of working with the rest of the world to stop a pandemic that's around? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. And and I'm sick of this minority of people getting everybody's attention from the media and getting to decide what happens to their 80% of us. I'm just sick of it. I love somebody. <laughs> I, I read it. in a meme, somebody called it was perfect, Angela. They called them um, you're like, you're sitting around throwing tantrums like a toddler in his Sunday clothes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's exactly it. It's people that were supposed to actually res- be able to be respectable people, right? Mm-hmm. Out here screaming to that they want a haircut, that masks are for dogs and slaves. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that's photoshopped or not, but I'm like, oh my god, if it's real, what a horrible person you no, are. No, and it's just it's what's crazy is you know I was just seeing online that um people in Chile I believe are um protesting because the government they're starving yeah they don't have food now that's a reason to protest your fucking haircut let me tell you something about your hair I can tell from the look at it now right that it what the hair that's a haircut you could skip you could because you're making bad choices exactly nobody frosts their hair anymore that's got to stop <laughs> it's got to stop um you know the Farah I loved it it's over mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. You know, the mullets, come on, people. Oh, but like know, this, but this is the thing, that is something you protest. But your access to privilege mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, we talk, <laughs> like, we talk about these countries like uh Brazil and Chile, people starving, right? Yeah, and people are the, the this, way that it gets talked about here pisses me off, if I might. I was reading about it today, and um people saying, you know, the pantries are bare and people struggling with f- food insecurity. Let's call it what it is. Struggling with being hungry. Yes. Without being able to feed their kids, with not knowing how they're that's happening in this country. I have a story to tell. I was listening to NPR and I was listening to, they were interviewing a hog farmer and he was saying that uh, they have missed several loads what they call loads, the term Mm -hmm. um, over the last few weeks, which means that they have to euthanize 10,000 hogs because because of the process the meat processing process Mm -hmm. is so dangerous right Mm -hmm. and people getting sick in Smithfield and all of that stuff. But that means that 10,000 Animals are going to go to their death and nobody will be able to consume. And that's enough meat to to feed 40,000 Americans for a year each. 
Angela. But here we are back H. again, back at the truth of the matter. And I know that a lot of people, one of the things that gets talked about a lot, and I think erroneously, is things about like population control and yeah. things of that, that um, we have too many people and that is true in certain areas are very overcrowded on this planet, mm-hmm. right? But the fact of the matter is the reason that people starve isn't because of overcrowding. Mm-mm. It isn't because of, um, you know, bad lack of, food. lack of food. It's because you have to pay for food. Yeah. That's why people starve. It's not anything else. I took this great class in college called um, Myths of, of World Hunger. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the and it, it, they addressed every myth there was. And one of them was that there's not enough food. There is. We let it, we let it die. Yeah. We let it go fallow. Rot. We'd rather, we'd rather we'd rot rather, than just give it to people. We'd rather take milk. Milk that you can take and put in another container. People will come to, to your farm with their own containers. That's right. To get that milk. But we, they, they're, they're yep. dropping it out on the ground, Angela. That is, that's disgusting and sinful. In it's my, sin- in my, that, that um, is the sin. And I think that, you know, as much as people talk about wanting people to eat, eat differently and do that yeah that's all great but right we just need to keep people from starving that's right and we could but we're not so that's that's where we have to start going okay because here's another thing i love this meme uh, how do you make a, a Trump supporter a socialist? Hmm. How much does it cost? $1,200. <laughs> right? Because that, and honestly, people turn down the payment. You ain't sending it back? <laughs> like, it's like, send it back if you don't believe in this crap. But this is, the people need this. And it's absolutely, like, the supply chain problem, I get that that's a transition and a hard one. I don't know everything about any mm-hmm. of those industries, actually, about how that could happen. But a government, maybe even the federal government, <laughs> should be the one to step in and go, okay, so how can we take this food that's going to rot? Yes. And get it in a form that we can get it to people who don't have any food. And they're trying to, apparently that is one of Ivanka's like initiatives. Oh, so it's never going to happen. So, and then she's supposedly working on it and trying to work with uh, farmers to, to try to do that. But we are literally. She don't know where no farmers at. We're 60 days late on this. More than that. I mean, actually, to be honest, and this is, I don't know what was in the Obama warning folder because he didn't listen to no Obama warnings. He Mm-mm. didn't listen to get rid of Flynn. He didn't listen to, <laughs> I mean, didn't listen to that crap. Didn't listen to the pandemic, threw away the book. Mm-hmm. There may have been a whole chapter, but frankly, for a country of this size, uh, especially, we should have uh, a, a pandemic set up to, to adult. Here's the thing. You think about what happened in World War II and the whole Rosie the Riveter. People, you know what that is. What happened in World War II is the government used the Defense Production Act, whatever, but also really set up the country to deal with shortages mm-hmm. and and this is the thing we should be there should be a plan in place for what happens if suddenly the u.s can't accept you know um good service yes. services yeah how can we what can we do to shift production so that the people who are supplying restaurants that are now closed can supply individuals well, that's right more easily absolutely uh, just a little side note you know Ant and i were uh sick with symptoms and we still don't know if we had co actually had COVID-19 earlier in March. Right. So I go to the doctor. I had my, uh, you know, appointment after my birthday, uh, on Monday and I go to the doctor and he goes, well, and I told him about my symptoms and he goes, well, how about this? Why don't we just make sure you take the COVID test right now? Just make sure you're not carrying any antibodies. And, you know, we're going to be bringing in what they considered a hundred percent foolproof antibody test Wednesday. I was like, okay. So like the, the nurse comes in and he says, hey, did the doctor tell you what it's going to be like getting this test? And I was so like, This no. is the test if you have COVID. If you have COVID, yeah, right. Not the antibodies. Not the antibodies. Okay. And so, you know, you've seen all that talk about the swabs, right? Mm-hmm. And how we didn't have the swabs. Well, that's a misnomer because it isn't a swab. It is a pointy plastic <laughs> stick with a point at the end of it. That so, sounds like a, 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 a barbecue spear. spear. That's a like spear. A, like that's a, a spear, Angela. 
Yeah. That's spear. I mean, I'm not spear familiar, but that sounds like a spear to me. A pointy stick. Now, (laughs) now I'm going to say before I even go any further, if you're sick, go get this test. Yeah. Seriously, go get this test. Go get this test. I don't care. But Maybe I'm don't test. listen for the next five seconds. Don't listen for the next five seconds. <laughs> but So Ed said, did he tell you what's going to happen? I said, no, he didn't tell me, Ed. He says, it's going, you know, I'm going to put it in your nose. It's going to be eight seconds, but you can't move your head. You can't move your head back. You can't do anything. You just got to stay there for eight seconds. I was like, okay. He said, I'm going to be continuously twirling it. And I said, okay. He put it up my nose, y'all. I, I blacked out. I started screaming, and then I said, fuck you, get the fuck away from me. It hurts that much. And nobody has said this. You're like the only person I've heard say this. And he goes, so you don't want to continue? I said, fuck you. (laughs) What you mean continue? He says, I only had it in there for half a second. Well, then work with that. (laughs) Yes. I was like, if you don't have it, if you don't have it now, you ain't getting it. You ain't getting it out off of this body. I'll be back Wednesday for an antibody test. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. (laughs) But if you're sick, you do have to go in there. But I just want you, I want, I want to prep you to let you know it is when they say it is uncomfortable. That is. Is that what they're doing at the drive up? Yes. Yes. That seems dangerous to be behind the wheel, even if you're in park. Get yourself ready. It is like being stabbed in the skull and they scrape up in there. It's so, oh, that's, yeah. I'm like, y'all ain't, we ain't got a better test than this. Seriously? Why I gotta hurt? Why I gotta hurt? Seriously? But we need them. We need them. Um, I'm grateful for them. Yes. Grateful. You know, but I just want you to know that, you know, yeah, yeah, it hurt. I, I called the man out his name. Dude, so also, um, Trump claims that I he's can't. now taking. I couldn't even. Thank you. I just, I'm sitting here like, I can't even say this sentence. Go ahead. Trump claimed that he's taking hydroxychloroquine right now, quote unquote, and that he uh, started taking it a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half. He's been he's been around vague yeah. around these dates, despite the fact that he continues to test negative for the coronavirus. Then why would you? Why would your doctor? Why would anybody prescribe anything for you? Well, or allow you to take something that you don't even. You're not even treating. Here's the thing. He has been told repeatedly, stop talking about this drug. Everybody's been told they, that there are, it can be, it can kill you. Yeah. You know, that it should only be administered inside of the hospital. And so that would, all of that would be in defiance. Everything he's doing would be in defiance of that. So nobody apparently, this is going to shock you, but I guess he didn't warn people he was going to say this. So they're scrambling to figure out how to explain away. And then, you know, the doctor had to make a statement about, you know, sort of not denying it. But here's the thing. I'm going to say straight up, I don't believe him for one minute. No. Not for one minute do I believe he's taking that drug. What I do know is that that drug is associated with some crony or him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he's saying it. But there's absolutely, and it's also the reason why um, he's now mad at Fox News. You know, he goes back and forth on being mad. Mm-hmm. But he's really mad at Fox News because, believe it or not, host Neil Cavuto criticized him for right after this for taking the drug and said over and over again on his program on Fox, if this is a quote, if you are in a risky population here and you are taking this as a preventative treatment to ward off the virus, it will kill you. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. This will kill you. And so Trump, of course, hated that. So he tweeted, Fox News is no longer the same. We miss the great Roger Ailes not if you're a woman, Mm -hmm. Um, you have more anti-Trump people by far than ever before looking for a new outlet. 
Now, that's disturbing on a thousand different levels, but the concept of a president looking for a, a, no, a new, new network, network, an outlet, because Joyce Allen put it very well. Um, Joyce Allen Vance, she said, uh, democratically elected presidents don't look for a new outlet. They don't run propaganda machines. That's the right. president in this country is supposed to be free and independent, and no more a tool of the presidency than the Justice Department is supposed to be. Yeah. It's that is the 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 situation we're in, and and I just we're just seeing it on the news that in Florida, um, even as Florida's starting to reopen, what they do they get rid of their their COVID specialists. Yes, um, that the the Republicans. Uh, move all, in all these states yep. and all that is to, oh, we'll just fire, just like Trump. We'll just fire. We'll lie, we'll obfiscate, we'll get we'll rid of people. Yeah, we'll prevent people from uh, the scientists and doctors from speaking That's to the public. Right. We'll do all of that, and then we'll just do what we want. Yeah, and you know, and let the bodies pile up as they as they will and might, because you know what? This is an, for them, this is, the death toll is acceptable. It is more, and it's more, it's not even just acceptable, Angela. Mm-hmm. You wish it was just acceptable. This they is, want more. They're celebrating. Yeah, Laura Ingram, she wants your grandma dead. Yeah. She's very clear about it. They're celebrating. It's For them, it's only 90,000 people. Well, here, remember that this is, he thought it was going to be 60 at most. Right. 30,000 beyond that, 31, and it's in, we're in May. Mm-hmm. That was for August. We're in yep. May. In yep. less than three months. Literally, in less than like three months. Yeah. 91,000 Americans. Gone. 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 And well, we don't even know about the deaths before we started counting. That's counting, yeah. And and the deaths that are still happening that aren't quote unquote COVID related but are quote just quote, the talk COVID of related. opening up because we haven't they've opened they're starting to open up some things here in California and Los Angeles County um, just the talk of that we've seen a 5% increase uh, oh. over last the last few weeks yeah. in people catching the virus well yesterday out my front do- window I see a, uh, we hear screaming a woman got bit by a dog in the middle of the street and um, and not I don't think she I didn't see any blood or anything mm-hmm. and she's screaming 10 people come over to help her Mm-hmm. Not one, including the woman who got bit and the man with the dog, no one had on a mask, Angela. And I found myself more upset about that because here's, you've got 12 people standing yeah. around and she's screaming, yeah, spraying. And people are going, what, what, what? Yelling. I'm yep. going, you all are making each other sick. Yeah. And this is the thing. They actually, um start to track and i and i did this uh on one of the i have a crime app that i use to check before i you know i always check it tells you what the when the police have been called in your area before i take my dog out Mm -hmm. and um but one of the things that's been happening is they were uh you know tracing through cell phone Mm -hmm. um contact tracing through people's cell phone movements uh people who were at these demonstrations right for against the lockdown Mm -hmm. so uh (laughs) Basically, the cell phone location data has suggested that demonstrators at anti-lockdown protests may have spread the coronavirus hundreds of miles. Yep. Because so back these protests and they were uh, in late April and early May in Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Colorado and Florida. We haven't, and mind you, this this virus can take two weeks or more. That's right. right. For something it has, to happen. It has an incubation has period. Incubation. We're going to see that next week and the week after and the week after. Yep. And that is the problem. Like, not getting and refusing to understand that there is a lag time. Testing, yes, we, of course we need testing. Constant testing. But the reality is that you can be, ant, you know, asymptomatic and for... We're not even necessarily quite sure on how long. They think it's about two weeks, but they yeah. don't really know that. Exactly. Um, so the problem with all of this is we're not going to get the information about how things are working for a while. Yeah. And by then, it's out the bag. Yep. 
And it's and it's all over the place. Meanwhile, Trump's campaign team is pursuing scenarios that would allow him to return to in-person rallies. And that, everybody, is what I believe everybody's life is uh, on the line for. It is all about to service his ego and his reelection campaign. That the, the opening up of America, if this were 2018, we, I don't think we would be having these conversations, Angela. Well, I no. really don't. And, and also, can I just, this is what I, it really isn't about his, for him, it's about the adulation of the moment. Yes. Because it doesn't make sense as a reelection strategy. It's illogical because the idea is these are people who are going to vote for you already. Yeah. You're not getting new people. I'm not going to a Trump rally because I'm considering voting for right. him. Right. I'm curious. Uh, yeah. I just want to see what he has to say. No, that's not why. So it's just it's just a I love you party. Yeah. And that's what he likes. But it isn't going to help or not help him get elected. But but it, that's but, that's the truth. They're willing to kill people so that he can be aggrandized. Right. Because he wants to sit there and call people names and get applause and, and feel good and have people tell him exactly. he's doing a great job. What I see is a failure upon the, from his family and the White House staff to to uh, rock his ego the way they should be. Well, you people should be making him feel like whatever it is you make him feel like better so the rest of us don't have to die for it. Because the problem is anybody who goes to these rallies, they get to spread it to people who have nothing to do with it. That's and right. And that is the problem. Yep. Meanwhile, you got Eric Trump oh, out here claiming him. that the coronavirus will, quote, magically disappear after the November election. He suggested that the virus was a politically expedient Democratic ploy meant to prevent his dad, his dad, from uh, holding rallies across the country. I am so sick of these fucking idiot adult ass children being oh spoken God. to in media i blame like they have you value. i blame you i didn't even want to say it in this podcast this is i what can i hear from chelsea <laughs> she's smart you know can i hear from sasha, sasha and malia? malia no but you i mean Hell, i'll take amy carter dude just chasing down these stupid fucking idiots oh another trump kid news uh what's her name the one he don't care about. Tiffany. Tiffany she graduated from law school. Oh. So there goes the law. Mm. Um, and she said she might want to work for Trump company. Might want to. Might want to. She will. It's your only choice. Yeah. And I don't know if he's into you. So. And, and just a reminder also, all states will be partially reopened by Wednesday when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, at least 17 states are seeing coronavirus cases rise and the other ones we don't have the data it's not that they're not rising that's right it's that they're refusing to give us the information to make the information not us but mm -hmm. the whole world the information public and that is that is the problem here mm -hmm. transparent how you're going to accuse the world health organization of not being transparent mm -hmm. when we've got governors of nevada and iowa and places refusing to give out data and information absolutely I, it, and, and you know what? And, and for me, in Georgia, Kemp, after he stole this election and the killing of people in this country, in, 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 in that state, I feel like when this election is over with, they need to run him up on charges. Oh, yeah. All of you. All on them. charges. And All they need to go that. to jail. All that. They need to go to jail it for is at the endangering very least people's lives. negligent. At the very least, it's criminally negligent. But you know what, Angela? What, Francis? I want you to imagine going into a Zoom meeting. What do you see on that screen when you look at yourself? I, I don't know, but I want to I want to make sure I don't look um, 
bad. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know here's what I mean? the thing. Zoom meetings with coworkers and clients are great. Till you notice those bags under your eyes and deep wrinkles. Let me tell you, these cameras catch everything. They're right up on them. We even got a ring light and stuff. And still. I know. Now, just imagine that all of those are gone. Ooh. No risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags, all in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. Plexiderm is the solution for Zoom meeting eyes, y'all. That's true. We know because we tried it, and you know, and look Try, at us. I use it every day. Right. We, let me tell you something. Fran looks, they say 10 years younger. I say 20. Easily. Easily. I'm blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be great on Zoom meetings or FaceTiming with friends. They'll be surprised when they see you this summer. That's right. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours, so mm. nobody will know you're using it unless you tell them. Yeah. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use our code VOICES for half off on a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. That's right. That's half off plus an extra $10 off. Or call 800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit tryplexiderm.com and use code VOICES. That's right. That's code VOICES at triplexiderm.com. Well, Literati, the number one subscription book club for kids, now in quarantine, more important than ever. Stella tweeted, Steph, you have the best sponsors. I just ordered Literati for Jack, who is my surrogate grandson. I lost my sister last year to cancer, my best friend, my North Star. Her one request as she was dying was to take care of Jack and her kids as if they were my own. I do. Um, you sent it to your nephews. I yeah. sent it to my ex, Lisa, and her newborn. And everybody's raving about them. Oh my God, he was so excited. He like went and got his books and showed them to us on FaceTime. It was amazing. I got uh, the pictures of them. Uh, You've got to get Literati. Library, schools, bookstores are closed. Literati has you covered with something truly unique. Every Literati box contains five books based on a theme with exclusive original art and a personalized note just to your child. Do it now for a limited time. Go to literati.com slash Stephanie for 25% off your first two subscriptions. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go to literati.com slash Stephanie, 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie, terms and conditions apply. A former top vaccine official called the federal government's response to the coronavirus pandemic slow and chaotic. I don't know if y'all were watching TV last week when Dr. Bright was testifying. Ooh, Dr. Bright. Ooh, Rick Bright. Let me tell you something. He came, he brought the thunder. The, he, he came with the smoke. That's right. Because I really was, that's the first time, even before when we were even looking at, um, uh, you know, all the other issues that Trump has brought upon us. When I look at Rick Brighton, what he testified to, which is, look, these people, I've been trying to sound this alarm Mm -hmm. since January. That's right. From get go. If you weren't aware, Dr. Rick Bright is the, the federal scientist involved in developing a coronavirus vaccine, and he filed a whistleblower complaint with the U.S. Office of Special Counsel. Uh, so Dr. Rick Bright, he's the former director of the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, which sounds really important. It does sound real important. For Angela. now. And he, he was really clear about it. Um, he said the agency's chaotic response was a result of pressure from the uh, HHS leadership, that would be Alex Azar, mm-hmm. uh, to ignore scientific merit and expert recommendations and instead to award lucrative contracts based on political connections and cronyism. He was removed from his post on April 20th for having the audacity to say such things. Uh, it's he, He'd been in this position for four years, apparently, and he, it's just over and over again we're seeing this Trump cabal 
that get rid of anyone. That's right. And well, who, it, you know, is trying to sound alarms or being honest. Being honest. And and then you have to have the president of the United States come out on the White House lawn screaming that you are a disgruntled employee when all you're trying to do is help your fellow human beings, not only in this country, but on this earth. That's right. And here's my thing. This is what we've said this last week. We're talking about like people in the whole, I stand with Dr. Fauci and I'm, this is me, Angela V. Shelton of the Detroit Shelton saying this. And I need to say this. I felt this the same way about the whole Mueller time, Robert Mueller, Mueller will save us. We need to stop deifying random white men. Yeah. Like, understand something at this point and i keep asking this question and it's now crossed the line for me with dr fauci we are now in i need you to quit and say why and i and i mean the same thing about all the prosecutors and justice department and people who who you know uh left resigned after michael F- over the michael flynn yeah. sentencing issue and all that it's not enough to quit you need no. to go across the street to some news agency get on tv and tell us why we're beyond decorum yeah and and i think everybody needs to it's not okay to just i'm not going to be involved in it anymore and it's and i'm at the point with dr fauci where i go you here's the thing before I stand with Dr. Fauci do you know what he stands for because what I know for sure is that he is showing up and standing there next to that man in in when he's supposed to be in lockdown in a quarantine and he's standing with with Trump not wearing a mask and yeah he gets up there and he says some truth but then he goes back and says look I'm just a scientist I don't make the policy and I'm and I'm sick of it because at this point I do think it's negligent and I do think he needs to be doing more and I do think doing more might mean leaving well because this, I, is, uh, this, this is, is my question okay. this is my question and I think that that I think that that is the the variant back and forth for people because I think that most people look at him and go we have our guy in, and that's how people look at it. We have a guy who cares about us on the inside of that administration and we need him to stay there no matter what. What's it helping for him to stay there? They feel, I think that people feel that they're getting honest information. He's the only but honest But the thing broker. is that we're not getting that information yeah. because when he goes, when he goes and gives the real information, it's to news outlets that we know that that part of the country isn't listening to. Yeah. So, and in, Neil Cavuto, I, suddenly I have to be grateful to him yeah. for being like don't take this job like this is the thing i we in my view and people i'm not you do not have to agree with me obviously and i respect your right not to but at this point i just feel like we have got to stop trying to we don't need another hero we are the heroes Mm -hmm. like we if this idea that anybody who works inside of this administration at this point is suspect and that is my (laughs) that is where i'm at with it Mueller managed to get through that process without doing the thing he was supposed to do that's right which was if there was something to don't don't hem and haw around Mm -hmm. it don't be like well yeah yeah, there's some wrongdoing, but it's not for me to decide. Yes, it is. You're that was your job. You're the special prosecutor. The, it, you know what it, it is for me, Mueller, Fauci, all of them. It's I got naked. You know, I'm married, but I went out with this woman, mm-hmm. and we got naked all the way down, but didn't have sex, so I wasn't cheating. Right. Right. It's so it's um uh the what's his name? Hmm. Uh, Dershowitz. Be like, hey, maybe I was at the Epstein parties, but <laughs> right. all my massages were with people over 18. <laughs> so right. I didn't have nothing to do with what was happening in the massage table next to me, right. which is bullshit. That's exact that's you exactly know, yes. that is it's and I, it's not how crime works. Mm-hmm. They bust into a drug house, they don't go, "Oh, you're just reading a newspaper?" Okay, not her. And they no, no. everybody goes the fuck in. If you in a car, you a passenger and there's weed in there, everybody's in trouble. Yeah. That's how it works. And I just that is where I am with Dr. Fauci. It's 
scarves is ridiculous. No, I scarves. can't with apologize. Scarves. scarves. But like Dr. Fletcher, I'm like, yeah, if you, because this is my thing. Is he a, uh, at this point, and I hate the way that they do this all the time, Trump and them, but I'm like, is this, did he vote for him? Like, I'm just like, I don't, we're at a point where, and I've asked this question repeatedly. Right. And Have I we know, reached that? And I think we're there. For me, we're at a point where either you stand up and definitively say yeah. at the top of your lungs, this is a bad idea. This is wrong. This is not going, people are going to die. Yeah. You can kind of say it after him, but it's, when you stand there, you're giving tacit approval right. to what he does. But you know what? I, I, this is what I think, what I see happening. This is a man who was there for the HIV crisis and he's beloved. And in this way, I think that when you think that you can do what you did then in this situation and that the, you will get the same outcomes and the same levels of respect and the same levels of, you know, consideration, that's not happening. I don't know if you can, if you can have Trump's a terrorist. Yeah. And so can you go into the terrorist home and just try to, you know, work it out with them? No. I don't, I just, you know, and I think that that's I don't, I the don't problem. I there's anything that Trump has proven more clearly and unequivocally than he is absolutely unconcerned about all of us. Yeah. And that he absolutely, he thinks there's such a thing as an acceptable loss. Yeah. And I have to tell you, there isn't. Yeah. Um. And, and the idea that, you know, I mean, people like to skip over the fact that this is a person who said 60,000 deaths might happen. I don't think it'll be that bad, but that's not bad. We're at 91. Yep. And then and by we're the- in May. Yep. And then also Trump fired the State Department Inspector General who had opened an investigation into Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Yet again, this is his fourth. Yes. Inspector General he has fired. Um, and basically what they're saying is, and I'm sick of the cute words around it. Like, it's ha- could this have a chilling effect on whistleblowers? Could it have? I know. It is. People are, you know, like, that is the problem. And and this one, you fired one of these people, you got in trouble. Obama fired one AG. Yeah. Or IG, rather. One, and they jumped all over his butt. Yep. Republicans and Democrats didn't do it again. Trump's up to four. He yeah. doesn't want any inspectors. He does no. not want, he does not believe that anybody has the right to question what he does. This is a democracy and he is not a king. Yeah. Pompeo made the staffer run personal errands for him, including walking his dog, which means they had to pick up a shit. Uh, picking up his dry cleaning and making dinner reservations for him and his wife. For me, I sit here and go, this is a stupid conversation because at the end of the day, there's just no excuse for that. Why don't you just go and pay an executive assistant? Because these are people who they're basically, in my opinion, they're just criminals who want to use and abuse people for free. And the fact is, and I have to say this again, too, about this deifying of random white guys. Mm -hmm. Each one of these people we were told was going to be the adult in the room. John Kelly, Mike Pompeo, all these people. They're the adult in the room. These people are bar well respected. That's right. And and, and they're going to be there. And what are they? They are grifting on the graft they are excited about having this opportunity to just do whatever the fuck they want the fact that william barr the attorney general literally said that history is written by the winners yep in response to do you think these moves are just basically what he says it doesn't matter if they're just we're winning that's right that is that's your attorney general that's the people's attorney 
Like these, all of these people, none of them. So this idea that that people, now I don't care where they've been every other year of their life and every other administration. What's clear to me is, is the people that have gone to work for Trump knew exactly what they were doing. That's right. They were here for it. And you know what? And for me, they're, they are war profiteers. Absolutely. And they've been war profiteering since 2017. Absolutely. John Kelly quits. What does he do? Immediately gets on the board That's right. of the detention centers or yes. the concentration camps along the border yeah. for one of these companies so he can reap that profit, which, you know, again... These things were just common practice, you know, like you had to wait a certain number of years yes. um, before you could do that. And and now they just don't care. They don't care. It's 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 out in the open. So we're going to make laws around all of that um, and make sure that that they get followed. But that's the problem I, that in general is, yeah, he's firing. Trump is going to get rid of anything yeah. that gets to. And they've all said the same thing. Well, they're causing problems inside of the department. Well, when well, you're when the department's committing crimes and somebody's saying this is not right, the, yeah, that does screw up the day. I, you know what? This cannot. This is I, I, I am insisting that these people be called up on charges for Absolutely. these things. And when I think about what Mike Pompeo did to that reporter by calling her back into his office yeah. after Fuck that him. interview, um, that, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, and I don't call did. people. Oh, well, well, yes. Well, she had interviewed him and she, she was told not to ask him a specific question. And she did. Mm-hmm. You and, don't tell the press what. Right. And then he said, can I see you back? I'd like to have a conversation. And she, and she recorded it. Mm-hmm. Him screaming and dressing her down. You will never speak to me. Screaming. The Secretary of State. Yeah, and he was trying to insinuate that she didn't know where her country was. Right. That's like true. a yes. huge NPR report. Like, right. It's like, dude, you don't know where it is. It was, a, I forget what country it was. Yeah, moment, he was trying but... to, yeah, but he definitely was trying to dress her down and dress her down because she was a woman. Yeah. And intimidate her and well, scream at her because she was a woman. Well, you know, when you watch Trump in, in these so-called pressers uh, yeah. hassle, hassling a female reporter about, oh, uh, give me the name name of who's the person who made the report who's the guy and it wasn't a guy uh the less the ig the ig he fired before this one what's her name or um i forget oh god i'm forgetting her name but it's a good last name it kind of fits mm. the situation i can't think uh-huh. of it right now but um this is the thing these are his this idea that the administration is also waging open war with the cdc which by the way is um that's his that's his cdc like yeah. he put those people in charge mm-hmm. like that's yeah, that's like me being like Benny, my dog is. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know why he's behaving this way, but I'm getting rid of it. Like, dude, the yeah, right. you, I'm he's in charge to you, right? Right, right. It's ridiculous. But here we are. We're, we're just sitting here watching, and I, you know, and again, watching the horror of horrors, and watching this president make these choices over and over and over again. And all we can do is vote in november yeah and also you know call your call your representatives and senators and let them know where you stand on reopening uh go to the covid websites for your state and Mm -hmm. take the surveys and let them know that because the they need to know that that little minority of people is in fact a minority of people that's right and that we the most of us believe that we should wait until we've hit the milestones that you put out at least exactly your goals all right and that is our final word now it's time for emails emails time to get your email thank you for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com uh we truly appreciate it yes this first email is frangela may love this is from megan 
C. Thank you so much. Hi, Francis and Angela. Thank you so much for the video. We send videos uh, to upper tier Patreon contributors. Every, every month you get a special video. Yes. We have watched it about 50 times and we're still <laughs> laughing. This bunch was kind of fun. Uh, I hope you are both doing well during this terrible time. Your political analysis and mocking of idiots are helping me get through this. Big hugs to you both, Megan. Thank, Thank you, you, Megan. We, they're a lot of fun. They yeah. are a lot of fun, the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, this next up is uh, the subject line is, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's L-A-W-D. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies, thinking of you both as we brave the COVID storm together. I'm an essential employee, veterinary hospital. Thank you. Angela, please give Benny some love for me. I will. And it's been a wild couple of months. We've been super busy and short-staffed. And sometimes I feel like I'm losing my mind. But I have you guys to keep me sane and laughing. And she sent us a great idiot of the week mm-hmm. also. Love is love. And we all love you. Keep doing what you do and shout out to Gail and Laura hugs Jess S thank you so much Jess and uh, thank you for acknowledging our amazing production team also Mm -hmm. and this is titled your Frangela may love it says uh, hello ladies I could not believe the message you sent me I loved it I'm an IT director at a private university when the word came down that we all had to leave and work from home it was literally like being caught in a whirlwind everything changed in an instant this situation has really shown us who we are and what we are made of. I am saying this to get to my point. You two help keep me sane. I consider idiot of the week, 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 my spiritual mantra. No matter how crazy life gets, there is always someone creating impossibly dumb situations for which there is no redemption. Oh, that's a beautiful sentence. Oh, Millicent, thank you so much. She says, keep doing what you do. The fate of the free world depends on people like me being able to laugh at life. Ain't that the truth, Millicent? Otherwise, I could see pitchforks in my future yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a proud supporter of French and I can't wait till you two are on tour again have you guys ever thought of doing a weekly podcast something like Stephen Colbert is doing with now with the late show complete with the brown liquor of your choice <laughs> Uh, think about drunk black women telling it like it is and then um, blame it on the yak the next day. Ooh, <laughs> girl, you're right. Something to consider. Love, love, love you guys like a fat kid loves his cake and someone else frosting. Mm. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Millicent. Thank you so much. Um, and this is from um, a friend of ours, Stuart. Um It's just adorable to me. Uh, Stuart, he sent us a uh, social distancing pickup lines. Mm. Here we go. Um, If COVID-19 doesn't take you out, can I? Ooh. Is that hand sanitizer in your pocket or are you happy to be six feet from me? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Since all the public libraries are closed, I'm checking you out instead. Mm. You can't spell virus without you and I. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Can't spell virus without you and I. Baby, do you need toilet paper? Because I can be your Prince Charmin. (laughs) I saw you from across the bar. Stay there. That's good. Without you, my life is as empty as a supermarket shelf. Mm. Mm. Hey, babe, can I ship you a drink? <laughs> you can't mm. spell quarantine without you are a QT. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's COVID 19 outside. Love what? you, Stuart. And love, love you. you. You know, you got to find the joy where you can. Thank you. Thank you. And then now it's time for resistance wrap up. This is where we give you an actionable item, something you can do. Like we said, we always encourage you to call your representatives and senators. The general switchboard for uh, Congress is 202-224-3121. 
But this week, um, we were trying to think of things that you could do to help your community surrounding COVID. Right. And we came across this idea, which is uh, mutual aid, right? And there are organizations in your area. You can just put in mutual aid organizations in my area and come up. I'm going to explain to you what it is. What is mutual aid? Mutual aid is about creating systems that empower your community to meet their own needs. It's premised on solidarity rather than charity and is about sharing sharing power rather than relying on external structures like government or philanthropy to solve problems. This is the only thing I will say. That's why we have those external structures. So it's disappointing that they aren't showing up. But in the meantime, what can we do to help each other? Exactly. I mean, I don't want to absolve them of that need to do their job, but this is the thing. So you can go on. And here's the thing. When you, when you Google or however, whatever, excepting of course, whatever search engine use mutual aid, it will take you to where the, in your community. Yes. So we can't give you like, cause we put it in and we get LA things. Right. And oh, the, here's the other thing too. Uh, mutual aid all, work often starts with uh, addressing material needs like food, childcare, errands, right. and monetary support. So just to think like, it's not just food. Right. And also you can learn more about mutual aid at the big door brigade website. So that's big door brigade. And if there isn't a, 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 it isn't set up in your neighborhood, you can do it. That's right. I highly recommend setting up a network at the, uh, hyper local building block or neighborhood scale to create close ties and hyper local connections. It's a way to see what your neighbors need and what, and what you can be helpful to each other doing. That's right. And because we are at the end of the day, we, we lean on each other and, um, you may have, something simple in your home that you're not using that somebody could really really use or you know find something that you really really need yeah and they recommend you know hey if you're reaching out to neighbors or in your building or on your block that you don't know well we they recommend leaving a note with your phone number here are a few tips on how to be safe they have some tips like wash your hands with soap please wear a mask carry hand sanitizer do not leave a note in the mailbox since it's illegal to put things in other people's mailboxes without paying for postage instead try the crack of the door between screen door and main door some people really don't like that i've heard people get very upset about that so that's something to think about but safely reaching out um can be really meaningful and and you can just help people know that they're not alone yes yes you know yeah and that there are people in their community who are there for them mm-hmm. we want to thank you so much for being here we really truly appreciate you and appreciate you listening it keeps us sane we read your emails because they make us feel good and hopefully yes. we just you know we're just passing that energy back and forth uh, we want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. They, uh, I think they live on a farm where, you know, just pixies and fairies and unicorns. They're and magical. It's just magical there. They're magical there. We couldn't do anything without them. and We mm. love them to death. Yes. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. And remember, we do respond to all our emails. So go ahead and reach out at frangelzeri at gmail.com. No matter what's going on, and follow us at frangelduo on all the social medias. And go to frangela.com to find out about all things Frangela. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you so much. So much for listening to The The Final Final Word. You've got a virus carrier in your hands. What? You know what it is? What? Your phone. That you know what? Trying to get me, girl. That's what I'm saying. Now more than ever, we are all thinking about our hygiene. We are washing our hands and sneezing into our arm, but we are still taking a huge carrier virus with us everywhere. 
Phones are a vector for disease and we rarely clean them. We are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face. I you. do that all the time. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. The Clean Phone Pro Sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% mm. of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. That's right. It's better than wipes and safe for your device. The Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with nine high power UVC lights. Dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber. You can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone, or you can just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go to charging station anytime. That's right. The fully removable top means easier fit for more items than larger items, like your keys and stuff. You, yeah. can, get those, you can sanitize them. Yeah. Go to cleanphone.com today and get one for just $89 in free shipping. What? Yep. When you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. That's right. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember, use the code SEXYLIBERAL for two-day free shipping and will ship immediately. That's right. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. Mm-hmm. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun because you deserve the truth. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 